Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast contains discussions of child abuse, sexual repression and sexual abuse, suicide, racism, misogyny, PTSD and PTSD symptoms, and spiritual oppression and abuse, including guilt, shame, and fear. In most episodes, we will be mentioning some of these concepts in a general way without any graphic detail. If any of these topics or other triggering topics will be mentioned in great detail, we will let you know at the beginning of each individual episode, as well as in the show notes for that episode. Welcome back to this homework edition of the Leaving Eden podcast. I am Gabrielle Hawkowen, and I am here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Sadie Carpenter. And we are here today not to talk so much about Sadie's life in the independent fundamental Baptist cult, but we are here to talk about, you know, maybe some media that Sadie would have missed out on. Um, But as always, we are here to educate and inform our listeners about cults, cult-like behavior, and also to promote freedom of mind, freedom of thought, freedom of religion. Um, freedom yeah. of Hulu choices. Freedom of Hulu choices, freedom of uh, of uh, Netflix. Yeah. Freedom, freedom of all streaming and cable TV plans. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I would like to just reiterate one more time that the Leaving Eden podcast is a fully viewer-supported podcast. And we work hard to bring you not just one, but if you are listening to this, this is the second episode that you have listened to in one week. And so if you enjoy this content, you can do one of two things. You can subscribe to our Patreon, um, you know, send us money where, and then you'll get access to like 
bonus bonus content like you know outtakes from the show and there are quite a lot of outtakes from the show um and exclusive video content that we're going to be filming pretty soon as well so uh the other thing that you can do um and this is maybe a little bit easier for a lot of you is that if you guys really like this show recommend it to your friends tell your friends uh that that you like it that it's about this cult and maybe you know you're xifb or your x some other cult and you're like this is a really good podcast that i like listening to and it really gets to the root of of what i experienced you should listen to it you know it's a good way to to tell your friends about what you grew up with without having to go through all of the having to say it all yourself right i have had people tell me already that they are um making their partners listen partners who weren't raised ifb yeah uh, listen to the whole podcast or certain episodes, you got to hear this one. This one is really what I went through. Uh, and I've also had people tell me that they are um, taking the podcast. And this is amazing. Um, I love this idea. So they're taking the podcast with them to therapy and playing. Really? And obviously, right. And you don't have time to play like a whole episode in therapy because you you generally get 50 minutes or an hour or whatever. But people are taking wow. right. So I've heard from somebody who is taking like, oh, cut, we'll cut out a fifteen-minute section or a five-minute section or whatever. We'll have it queued up on their phone, ready to go, like a specific section where we really talked about something that hit home for them. What? And we'll That's... play it for the therapist. Is that awesome or what? Wow, man, I feel. I that, think that, some... I'm 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 moved by hearing that. That's so but... smart. That is, I mean, that's, that's marvelous. And if you like, I, I don't know, just like the fact that I get to be a part of that for me, like that's, that's incredible. Because but, like, I've been there. I've yeah. done that. Like there are some things that we talk about that are, that are really hard to bring up, um, even to a therapist that you're working with and you trust. And sometimes it's easier to just write stuff down beforehand to, to mm-hmm. organize your thoughts. But if somebody else says it better then you can uh-huh. show it off. Just we'll just play a clip, and anyway, that's super smart. Uh, we fully endorse and give permission for that. Don't republish us anywhere without our permission, but by all means, take take our take our show into wherever you need to explain things to people. Yeah, but speaking of therapy, um, this week, um, I assigned Sadie a TV show that is <laughs> all about people. A lot of people who really it seems like they need some therapy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, every like everybody needs therapy, but like these people especially because they have a lot of uh, issues a that they've not, not dealt with. Um, the TV show that we are going to be talking about this week is the one and only Jersey Shore. Um, and I, I chose this TV show for a specific reason because I wanted to explore um, this this sort of idea of irony in pop culture because and when i say that i mean like you know people are like oh i like this ironically i don't actually like it but like when somebody says oh it's my guilty pleasure tv like Mm -hmm. but they're like oh i don't actually i don't actually enjoy it but like they still tune into every like you know that's like saying i like this but i don't want to actually be seen liking this so i'm going to pretend that i don't and that i'm hate watching it but um anyway it's it's uh it's it's a good show for that if you're that type of person that would do that but i also want to talk about that later but what so you've watched all we watched the first season of we Jersey watched all Shore. of season one yep <clears throat> all of season one um and uh, 
right out of the gate. What are your thoughts? Um, so I thought it was, I thought it was totally, um, hilarious. Oh, it's a very funny show. <laughs> I just, I, I really, I really kind of, um, so, so I felt like I could watch more than one episode at a time, which is unusual for me because I am, I have a little bit of a short attention span. So you don't often find me just sitting and, and like watching episode after episode of something. And it's, and they're 40 minute episodes. It just flew by. Like I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I did see like a couple, it was interesting. Like even as far away as I was from this whole entire world, um, in 2000, I think it was 2009 when this came out. Yeah. So no matter how far away I was from this world, I did see a couple little, um, a couple little uh, fashion things kind of that made it to the IFB. Yeah. So bumpets were a thing. So um, explain to the nice people what a bumpet is. Before we do that, um, I'm assuming that everybody listening to this has seen the show. But in case you haven't, um, the premise of this TV show is that they get eight people who are 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 identify themselves with the quote unquote guido subculture um and they live in a house together for like 28 days yeah they um, say it's on a the summer shore of new jersey yeah for like 20 for like a month in new jersey and so we have dudes who are like super jacked and going to the gym all the time and uh women who are like Everybody's very I, how, how would you everybody them? is very, very tan. Yes. Um very tan. And very drunk, usually. <laughs> yeah, and it's I mean it's it's it is just like it's an experience. <laughs> so anyway, I, I go go on go on about the bump it because okay. I didn't know what a bump it was until somebody told me what it was earlier this year. And I'm oh like, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's one so, of my friends was like, dude, I saw somebody wearing a bump it the other day, and I'm like, what's a bump it? Okay, so you know how Snooky and then some of the other girls in the house will often wear their hair in a style where there's like it comes up off their forehead into like a poof on top of their head. It's like, like a, a half door, but for women. It's like a half ponytail, right? And it's poofed super high up. Yeah. Okay, so you can achieve that style by just aggressively back combing your hair and teasing it to make it stay up like that. But an easier way, somebody invented a, a tool to get that style more easily. And it's uh, it looks like, like a spiky hairbrush kind of, and a hair clip in one. So you clip it onto the top of your head and then you stretch the hair from the front of your head back over this spiky kind of thing. And it holds your hair into that poofed bump it style. So how do you tell when somebody's wearing one? It's just like their hair looks like that because their hair, I assume, is covering it. Right. So the hair covers the clip. So it looks like you've just got your hair teased enough to sit up like that. But this is very much like a, a, a 2009, 2010, like hairstyle, like, like fashion thing that you would not see somebody wearing right. in 2020. It's, it is a very severe, it's not... It's not like lightly teased or like, you know, I put this spray in my hair that's like a salt salt spray and it kind of makes my hair like slightly wavy. It's not like that. It's it's intense. It's very almost a art deco, you know, because it's it's 
I've never heard somebody describe. I've never heard somebody describe a Jersey Shore fashion decisions as Art Deco. I mean, think about the think about the shape of that hair look, though. Like, do you see it? Do you see what I'm trying to trying to say with that? Yeah, I guess. No, it's like it's a it's a sculpture of hair. So I think what we do now is a little more free and easy. (laughs) It's got a defined. Yeah, it's got a defined. Somebody's somebody's haircut is Michelangelo's David. Uh, not that's what we're talking about here. Anyway, so what what other fashion? Okay, so when we're talking about IFB, uh, uh, what other so fashion from Jersey Shore made it to IFB? I really think that was it was just that and one other thing. And I want to give you like half a second to catch your breath because I know you're gonna die laughing. Okay, did you take a deep breath? okay great yes so so the other uh little bit of jersey jersey shore fashion that i think i saw creep in um you know how the the girls have uh jeans and they have all these embellishments on them like like patches of fabric or or embroidery or rhinestones Rhinestones. on the butt the boys too oh yeah so um so i have definitely seen ifb girls in ankle length denim skirts that have that kind of embellishment sewn on (laughs) oh my god what oh so so i feel like and i can't obviously i can't prove this and i i know that i went to hiles anderson college in 2011 with girls who were definitely still rocking a bump it like i know for sure i did um, I don't know if it was out of style, like by. I don't think it was completely yeah. out by then. No. And granted, IFB fashion tends to run like three years or four. Yeah, years I or think it was behind. still. I think it was still current at the time. Um, just, but, but it was. Re- it's really funny because that was like the style that, like, the it girls, you know, the 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 popular girls at Hiles Anderson were doing, and it's just really weird for me to see. Like that and like like embellished denim skirts and I know there was a lot of layering. I think that's just two thousand nine style. You know, you've got like you've yeah. got like a solid color tank top and then you have like a bright color tank top and then you have like a sweater over that and like like all the all the layer thing. But I think that was just um just two thousand nine, two thousand eleven in general. Yeah. But it's really oh. funny to see people wearing like what I can clearly feel like, oh, oh, well, I saw people with that hairstyle. And I feel like it was inspired by this show. And it, it's a little, it's just a little bit weird. So do you think that people you went to school with were sneak watching Jersey Shore on the side and just living vicariously through like, because I mean, if you were going to try to be like, okay, well, we're Christian and this is how the heathens live. <laughs> and you're going to like show some, show people something and be like, this is, this is how they, this is what everybody who like is not a christian they all participate in this this behavior. type of lifestyle this behavior you would be like you know what i think i picked the right side on this right because you know if it comes to if it comes to being like jersey shore or if it comes to joining ifb like man i'm hard pressed to make that this i don't know which <laughs> one i would choose <laughs> so i i i don't know like i know that that a lot of larger ifb churches or the colleges that are within the ifb will have a certain staff member who is trusted to watch that sort of thing and stay up on culture. Um, huh. And then they'll, they'll like inform the pastor and the pastor will know what to preach on. 
So they're like the they're they're like the uh the intermediate like so that the pastor doesn't have to get his eyes like right. sullied and his 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 heart tainted. Right. So there there will often kind of be like this this one staff member um that is kind of allowed to watch these things and and keep an eye on what the culture is and and whatever and then so i don't um so i've got to ask though like did like did you ever hear jersey shore preach about so i did i absolutely did and i don't i so what i can't tell is whether there were people my age or like college age kids watching jersey shore concurrently like when it was when it came out that's what that's what what boggles me like i don't know like i can't put a finger on anybody around me and you know the the language so or what were they what were they saying about it though oh as far as being preached against um i don't really remember i just remember it coming up and there being a lot of just general disgust for the lifestyle portrayed and of course, I had no idea what that was, so I just, I just kind of didn't pay attention to it. Because if the preacher is preaching against the sin of watching Jersey Shore, that's a sin that doesn't really apply to me at the time. So, so I just, I yeah. just kind of tuned it out, you know. So we've got. Um, I want to go to the show. So we've got who who we got living in this house all together. We've got what eight people living into the living in this house um, on the Jersey Shore, and it's. Uh, um, so we've got Polly, we've got Mike, aka the situation. I can't with the the got, man. I can't. Yeah, the, hey, there's a the. I can't. Or sometimes they'll just call him situation. Well, okay, that um, is fine with me. Like if that's what that's you, not fine with me. Listen, but okay. no, if that's what you want to be called, that's fine. It's it's the that that's what throws it completely into yeah. insanity. And then for me, there's there's Ronnie, and then there's Vinny. And yeah. then those are the guys. And then the the girls, they have Wow, they have uh, Snooky, they have Sammy Sweetheart, and they have Angelina. Yeah. And, like, she leaves. Angelina leaves. Like, yeah, Angelina leaves after, like, three episodes. Like, super because... quick. So I felt like the whole thing was – I kept thinking she was going to come back. Apparently she comes back in season two. See, but I then just, she I also leaves after like three episodes. See, I don't, I don't like. I didn't her. watch She's season just... two, but I looked it up on Wikipedia. Okay. See, I just. So who do we who who do we like and who do we not like? Okay, so which characters do you like? Like at least at the start, who who are you seeing and you're like, okay, I like I like this person. I don't like this person. So I actually totally didn't mind Mike's personality at first, like the situation. I thought he was kind of dumb, but I thought he was okay. And then he just gets stupider and stupider. And I just like by the end of it, I just really don't like him at all. So I thought I thought he was going to end up being my favorite. And then really? nope. you thought situation was going to be your favorite. Who? OK. Um, and then and then I liked Snooki at the beginning and I liked her at the end. And I think she's just my favorite. Yeah, yeah she was she, like she seemed all right, like through most of it. Where she was just like, I just want to have fun. I want to find myself like a, a nice man and settle down yeah, and get married. Like she and gets a little. Dudes kept. Yeah. <laughs> she gets a little. Yeah. She gets a little crazy at parties sometimes. But um, yeah, she gets a little overdramatic, but they all do. And I think, I think she's just a. Yeah. She's cool. I'm cool with Snooki. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, aka Snickers, feel- aka Snickers, aka Snicky, and everything else that yeah. they call her because nobody ever gets her. Yeah, they really did want to call her, or they like her name's Nicole, right? Her nobody ever Nicole, calls her that, like- but nobody ever calls her by her actual nickname either. It's always Snickers or or something else. As far as the guys go, we don't like situation, and uh, who, but who do who do we like? Eh. Do I have to like any of them? I yeah, like who's the least bad. The least bad. I don't know, Polly D. For me, I think it's Vinny. I think Polly D's okay. You think Polly D's okay? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, he What did he do? He he I I mean, I guess he didn't really do anything particularly bad except for just be kind of like a a a, a toxic douche nozzle, but I mean, they're all toxic douche nozzles. Like what's the difference? So you don't like Vinny and you don't like Ronnie. I don't like I don't like Ronnie because I because I don't like Sammy. Oh, I, okay, I okay, that makes sense. I seriously dislike Sammy, and I will tell you why. Um, and I, I I believe I may have told you this as as my uh, professional expert married person, three whole months older than you, advice at some point. Um, because you know, I love to treat you like I know everything because I'm three months older than you. (laughs) It's true. And you have so much more life experience. (laughs) I have so much more life experience because I'm married. Um, (laughs) anyway, I, I think I may have actually told you this as, as dating advice before, but, um, when a girl has to tell you how sweet she is, like what a nice person she is, that is always a red flag. And and when a woman has to tell you like don't get on my bad side because I can I can be I you know I can get real mean don't ever get on my bad side like when she has to throw that kind of attitude, that is almost yeah. always a red flag. And Sammy does both within like thirty seconds of being on screen for the first time. Well, how much of that do you think is her, and how much of that do you think is like editing from MTV? Oh, I don't know. I'm so I'm taking all of these people pretty much as, at face value based on what is shown on the show. Because okay, I feel you like you know what I think that's how we're that's how we're supposed to see them, right? Because like that's it's it's a character as much as it is a person because that's the nature of reality TV, right? Yeah. So you don't like Ronnie because he ends. I up don't with like Sammy. Ronnie because he ends up with Sammy and because he lets her like kind of run all over him. Like okay, how about how about Vinny? What's the what's your take Vinny's on Vinny? Fine. Um. Vinny's fine, I guess. Uh, he doesn't engage with the other dudes, and I don't know why that rubs me the wrong way. But like, they're all going like to do um, gym tanning laundry, which is what they want to do every day. Um, yeah, GTL. GTL was like a, a catchphrase. Oh, was it? That you don't know about no, that? Oh, dude, yeah. Why so, would Jersey I know? Shore, how would I ever want- know about this? So I, I don't know. Maybe you've heard about it. No, it's up then. to you to tell me these things. I depend okay, on you for so, this information. Like seriously, doing gym tan laundry. Like if you were like I don't know, maybe like a frat boy in like 2010, uh, then like you, you know, being like, oh yeah, what are we doing? To, it's Saturday. What are we doing today? GTL gym tan laundry. Then we're <laughs> gonna go out to that. Like that's like that's a thing that people would do. People would like, say people GTL. Would say that like unironically. Oh yes. my god, 2010 like, people. I mean. <laughs> Slightly ironically, but like not eighty percent unironically. But like, it, it, I mean, it was a joke, but it was also not a joke. Um, which brings me to the next thing that well, I want to say. Gonna... I want to ask. Yeah. Well, oh no. Go well, for I was going to say that like Vinny doesn't 
it's not that he doesn't want to participate in those activities with the rest of the dudes in the house. It's that he wants to like sit on the side and like low key make fun of them for participating. And that's See, that's why I like Vinny. No, I appreciate <laughs> because the, he's just like y'all are dumb. I appreciate the willingness to to like swim upstream, and I definitely think he's the cutest guy in the house for sure. Um, but like, I he. I did. I thought it was a little bit much that he would just like sit and make fun of them to their face while they were doing that. Like, do we have yeah. enough shade in the show, or do we have enough shade in the show? Oh no, he he. Like, but that's why you watch it. You watch the show because you want the shade. You want the the the. Oh, see, I was like watching the show. The hot takes. See, I was like watching the show around the shade because I cannot stand saying people be mean to each other. <laughs> well maybe you're a better person than me i just i'm just Um, very sensitive to verbal put downs (laughs) but speaking like i have to ask like is this show serious or is this show sarcastic like are we watching this show because we aspire to be like these people or are we watching it like we're watching animals in a zoo so like how can yeah how can we as people and I'm totally serious asking this question how can we as people like totally mock the vapid and hedonistic nature of the show and the sort of and this sort of culture while we simultaneously admire these people for knowing exactly what they want and going after it with single-minded focus So I have a couple of thoughts on that um, Yeah please do share so number one, I think the nature of reality TV is kind of a um, willing suspension of disbelief. Uh, for example, I uh, I have made it pretty well known among my circle of people that I enjoy watching The Bachelor. Um, I watch The Bachelor. I cry when somebody I like gets kicked off. Uh, I cry when like The Bachelor or Bachelorette like gets cozy with the person that I want them to get married to in the end. Uh, I ball my eyes out the entire proposal episode every single season. And for me, it's like a it's like an emotional release because I know that this fantasy world that totally does not exist because like what 95% of couples that get engaged on the bachelor don't end up staying married for 2 years. Like something like that. Well, your wedding, your marriage has lasted longer than bachelor marriages. <laughs> yes. But like it, I know that it's a. Congratulations. Thank you. Like, no, I know it's a fantasy world. I know that it's not real in any way, shape or form. And I know that these people are produced to act a certain way. And I know that these people are put under stress and then they act crazy. And, and I know that, that they hardly know the person that they're getting engaged to. Like, I know all of this. Like, I know. And I know that. The Bachelor, in particular, is not a really great feminist show because it's. But it's like watching a real life romantic comedy. Well, it's a show about the commodification of women, which is not cool. But no. these people consented to be there, and reality TV is not about real people; it's about characters. Um, these people are all playing a version of themselves that has been produced by the producers and written by the writers and made to exist for entertainment reasons. Well, if you're a public figure, you know, whether or not you're on TV, you have to do that to right. some extent. It's not a person. It's a character. And it's, it's a, they're, they're treading this weird, weird line between actor and real person. And 
what you what what you're looking for is not you know the ethics of watching this what you're looking for is what well, was the the actual person who is playing that character were they treated ethically did they have a a decent contract a con what is it called contract <laughs> huh. sorry <laughs> no like okay. did, did they well... have a decent contract did they get what they wanted or did they have an opportunity to get what they wanted out of that show and and i think like I think that trying to parse the ethics of reality television without acknowledging that these are both people and characters is really, really counterproductive and just kind of gets you in circles. I think the only way to to truly think about the ethics is, well, what about the individuals who were involved in this show? Did this, was this good for them? Did they have an ethical contract? Did they have food and fresh water? Did they have, because trying, yeah, trying to think of the ethics as a whole is just, uh, it's for people a well, lot smarter than me. They've all come out of it pretty successfully. Right. And as far as Jersey Shore, yeah. um, I think the, uh, surely these people went on the show knowing they were going to be poked a little fun at. I think it's any reasonable person would think that. Yeah. I, and know, I, I found it. I find it. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go no. ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I find it interesting how on on this tv show because you know they show up at the at the beach house and they're like we're just gonna party all summer and they're like i'm not gonna get myself a girlfriend i'm just gonna get myself another girl every night and we're just gonna like (laughs) hook up and like drink and party and that's all that we're gonna do Um, and then two minutes later they find out they're gonna have a job yeah and they're like we've got to no i i I find it interesting, though, how they were all like there specifically for the purpose of giving in to their hedonistic desires, while at the same time, judging each other and calling each other trash and getting mad at each other for like, having those same desires and for like being like, oh, I'm bringing girls back to the crib and we're gonna like, get freaky in the hot tub, or like, being like i want to meet guys and have fun, like and have fun like and they're all like judging each other for that and they're all doing the exact same thing right and like <laughs> and like who am i to judge somebody else's hedonistic desires uh you know before covid i flew to vegas four times in 2019 so well for four you. times from november 2018 to november 2019 um nice so like who am I to judge somebody else's hedonistic desires? There just wasn't a camera crew following me in Vegas. Vegas is the place for that, man. Yeah, and like, you know, I <laughs> But like how about how about them like judging each other? How does that make you feel about them as as like the show? It's almost like a, a circular firing squad, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, like that's who they are as people though. Like that's part of their personality, which is their personality, which is their character. If they all like lack any semblance of self awareness about it, right? Well, they a lot of them lack any semblance of self self awareness at all, um, which yeah. is is that who they are as people? Is that the character they're playing? Is that who the producers have made them be? Is that who the editing room has made them be? Does it matter? Like that's we what I'm know. asking. Like I don't think it matters who created these caricatures of people that we see on the screen, whether it was. You know, the real people that are playing them, their own actual personalities way up to be on TV or whether it was the producers who poked them into it or whether it was the editing room who made them seem a certain way. Like, I don't think yeah. 
Like, I know a lot of people really like to dig into all that, but like, why? Yeah. Those people got rewarded for what they did. And now I'm getting the emotional sugar rush of watching them do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's just my opinion. You, okay. So, you know how I feel watching the hmm. show? Like, do your friends ever come to you like, I was just feeling really depressed right, right today and I'm dealing with XYZ personal problem and I just had to call in sick and and call in sick to work today. And then I'm like, you know, or, or you're like, oh, you deserve to take time off and like care about yourself. Like, it's like that only you don't feel bad for them because of the trash aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I do have people... Yeah, I do have a lot of friends who like you're like, oh, man, like because they like people will come to you like that and you'll be like, oh, I'm so sympathetic. But then when these people do it, you're like, oh, these people are all trash. Like so like sometimes I have sympathy for the people on Jersey Shore and sometimes I don't. Okay, it really depends on the character and like the situation. Right. So, for example, I think it's like episode six or seven. Um, Sammy and everybody is at Karma and. Um, karma is the night karma is like the, one of the nightclubs that they go to all the time so mike comes over to sammy and he's like oh hey uh i just saw wait a minute what's sammy's boyfriend's name again uh ronnie, ronnie. i'm having that thing again sorry so mike's like hey i just saw ronnie over there talking to another girl and sammy's like oh my god what so she like runs <laughs> over to like what on earth is going on over here? And like it starts a huge fight. And like Ronnie was like, so Polly D is sitting and talking to this girl. He's got his arm around her. And Ronnie is like having a casual conversation with her friend. And the body language makes that very clear. So Mike set up Sammy to think that something bad was going on over there. Yeah. And that's bad on like like that's that's not cool for him to do that but sammy's reaction is so blown out of proportion like the dude was standing like like standing feet apart with this girl smoking a cigarette while polly d like tries to get with her friend like this is not a situation as as polly d does right like this is not a situation that sammy needs to freak out about so I don't really feel bad for the fact that they got in a huge fight and like both of them are miserable for the rest of the episode because they're fighting. Like I don't really have sympathy for that because that is a dumb thing to get mad about. Yeah. Yeah. No, but also like I feel like with this with these people, like when we're talking about like, oh, these like they're put in like these high pressure situations. That's not a high pressure same, situation, honey. <laughs> at the same time, though, there's a lot of things that are clearly going on behind the camera that you can't see. Mm-hmm. For instance, and this is one thing that I, w- I want to talk, um, but I want to talk a little bit about toxic masculinity here because I think that this show is like like my favorite topic to talk about. <laughs> the most perfect example of toxic masculinity. And I'll tell you why is because if you want to talk about literal toxic masculinity, like the best perfect example of that is these dudes that are clearly all using steroids. <laughs> what do you mean the dudes on the like, show? Yeah. How do you know this? 
I'm sorry. I don't mean to derail your point because I want you to make your point. But, like, I don't understand how people, like, always know. Look at them. Like, they're, they're, like, there's some people, like, sure, some people, like, if you're a professional athlete, then, yeah, your body looks a certain way. But look at somebody like Ronnie, where he is, like, 100% muscle and, uh, he's like a giant square. Yeah, he is. He is a very like you, chunky you, dude. Like lots of there's, mm-hmm. there's certain like ways that like if you if you look at these people, you can t- like, especially also if you're drinking that much and you're eating like they eat, like you you can't maintain that body type if you're eating the way that these people are eating. And you're oh, that's drinking true. They as are much always like eating chips. People are drinking. So, like, what are you gonna? You're gonna do a bunch of steroids, and then you're gonna go to the gym, and then it's just gonna like throw everything out of whack for you. But it'll. I mean, like, that also at, makes at the same sense. Time, like, that also makes sense why Ronnie like beats everybody up all the time. Yes, like where Ronnie will somebody will say something to him and like they'll he'll be like, Leave me alone, bruh. Don't say nothing or I'm gonna do something. And then they'll like keep going at him and then he'll just like run up and like beat the ever loving snot out of this person. Right. I mean he hit a security guard. But he gets in like how many people did he he gets in like four fights and he gets in a fight like every episode of the last four episodes. Yeah, and then the last one that he got in, um, he got arrested right? because this dude, this dude like yelled something at him and like his friends, they're like, and then he like literally ran back half a block, punched this dude in the face and then ran away. And then they pulled him into like, they arrested him and then they took him to jail. And then like in the, when they're putting him in the, in the cop car, he's like, literally, he's like, literally it was self-defense, bro. It was self, like it was self, it was self-defense, bro. This like, guy charged I'm me. telling you, he, he charged like, no, you literally ran at this at this guy but okay yeah, i'm, I wanna so- talk I'm about sorry i just like i didn't put that together and i, I needed a clarification but you were gonna oh, make no, a total point. yeah total i was gonna say that like steroids are like the perfect example of toxic of toxic masculinity because they, it's literally a chemical substance that you take to try to be more muscly or more masculine or whatever and it literally kills you like i don't know if you look at these people that like, like if you look at how they look, not just on, um, but they all look so, like not just their bodies, but like their faces, they all look so busted, except for like Vinny, but they all look so busted. And it's because like taking steroids, a ages you drinking ages, you smoking ages you and like tanning as much as they do, like uh. ruins your skin. So like, I'll, I'll tell you something, the situation or Mike, the situation, um, I man, I hate, I hate calling him that. Um, <laughs> but my um, situation, he in this show, like you look at him, you think he's like thirty eight. In this show, he's the same age that we are. He's twenty seven. Okay, yeah, I'm looking. So I actually started googling that while you were talking. Yeah, so he was twenty seven. At the that's t- the wait, same I age that know, we are. I want to know how old Snooki was at the time. I think she was like twenty two or twenty three or something. She was pretty young. Oh my gosh! So she's thirty-two now. Okay, yeah. So she's. Oh my god! So Jaywell was twenty-three. She did not look like she was twenty-three. She looked like she was like. Looks like, like Snooki was around the same age. 
Yeah, she was 22, 23. Yeah, I mean, all these all these people, they look way older than they are because they've uh, their skin is just aged so terribly well, from all of the things that they're doing. You know, I don't have a real big issue with, with people who tan a little bit. Um, you know, that's not my, that's not my thing. Uh, but like, that's, that's a, you know, we all make choices that involve risk, right? You know, we all, we all maybe don't fix something on our car that needs fixing or smoke or drink or tan or whatever. We all take risks in our daily lives. And if tanning is yours, you know, I really shouldn't be judging it. But these people tan so much. And it's so bad for it's them. It's so dark. It's just so I can't imagine like so I realized like almost to the end that Snooky has blue eyes. And I'm like, what is her natural skin tone like? I don't know. She'd have to throw out all her makeup and start over if she quit tanning. Like, do you think about these things? I don't think about I like I look at these people and I'm like, wow, that's that's wild i mean you but, so so you yeah. know how you know how pale i am and like i don't i don't tan yeah. because it's fruitless I, I i wish i could if i if i would actually turn a nice tan color i would tan but i don't one time <laughs> we one time we were hanging out and you're like oh i got so tan this weekend and you hold up your arm and it's still like and i was just like i don't know inside working on music all weekend and i didn't do any i haven't been outside or whatever and you're still like five shades lighter than me oh yeah i'm still like like i I, see if i could tan and it it would look good and if if i could do it i would but i can't so i don't but i don't like what if snooki's natural skin tone was like mine can you imagine because she's got like these bright blue eyes well you've seen ariana grande right oh yeah oh yeah yeah that whole thing so you know yeah, so I mean, I, I, I want to go back to the toxic masculinity I'm sorry. thing, though, because I... these dudes, like these dudes, are literally like the embodiment of toxic. Like there was the episode when Polly and Situation have two girls that they're going to take home, and as they're walking home, they see two different girls that are in a car, and then they walk up off the street and try to hit on these girls that are in the car somehow successfully, and then the the girls come to the house and then but they figure out that nothing's going to happen and so then the original girls come over to the house and Mike and Paul you're talking about how like one how like one of them has got to like hop on the grenade yes oh it's yeah. terrible and she was like and she wasn't even she was she pretty was too she was not that bad looking i mean she wasn't even bad looking at all. She was she was a very nice looking person, yeah, but she was just, just not like, interested in these like dudes treating her really terribly. I mean, she and was perfectly nice so, looking. Were, she just had funny teeth and like yeah, whatever. They were roasting they were roasting them. Like and So I, I don't I just wanna know like what that girl's life was like like when she saw her episode of Jersey Shore. Like did she ever watch the show? She, I don't think that she came out of the show looking too badly because oh, honestly, no, but I would be like, mortified if people were like, making fun of my looks on on television. I wouldn't be yeah. happy with that. So like yeah. that makes me feel grosser, you know. It was so, so gross, and they were just like really just the things that they were saying to women and about women were were just like terrible, and like I felt like that was particularly egregious though because yeah. uh, men. Uh, okay, so some men talk that way about women and it's just a fact of life 
And I oh, know yeah, like, they do. I honestly feel like to the good men in my life, like when I talk to you about this or when I talk to my brothers or when I talk to my husband about this, you guys that are that I consider to be good men, you tend to be a little bit shocked by the things that I've heard said about women by other men. Uh, but well, I'm women, not shocked. I'm not personally shocked by it. See, I guess people who, I've, I've... yeah, and when I tell the same thing to women in my life, uh, they're not shocked at all because I feel like I honestly feel like sometimes some the men who don't say that kind of horrible thing can kind of isolate from men who do. So sometimes you might not. Well, it's intentional, <laughs> right? So you don't see that unless it's on TV, like maybe as often. As some well, women hear things like that said about them. Here's the thing is that like what shocks me is not that men say this stuff. What shocks me is that men say this stuff like to your face mm-hmm. because it always seemed to me like it would be the type of thing that you would say behind somebody's back. And the fact that they're just like saying this to some like I'm just like what? Like the so just, just from, like a, from a, my perspective. Mean person. From my perspective, um, men will talk. Well, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say it without cursing. Men will um, speak negatively about your friends to you. So so if I'm out with another girl and a guy's trying to hit on me, uh, he might say something bad about her or like put her down to try to build me Why? up. To make, because he thinks that's going to be a, a tactic that he can use to hit on me and then get me to do whatever he wants. But you, you guys are friends. Why yeah, would... um, it's not a, it's not a good tactic. But I can tell you, it happens all the time. It's just okay. Yeah, that it, it happens. That's... It's very uncomfortable, and you eventually just kind of, kind of grow up enough to, to, um, I don't know why, you know, to, to pull the lines like, I don't know why you'd say something like that about my friend. And just yeah. kind of let the guy mm. deal with the uncomfortable crappiness of what he just said instead of taking it, internalizing it. He's like, well, I don't know. I, did, I didn't mean it like that. I meant it like. Yeah. So what exactly did you but mean like, when you called my friend fat? You know, so you, you eventually like you eventually. So when you're 21, like 22, it's a very difficult situation to be in. And the more you grow up, the more you learn uh, to just turn that right back around and not let people get away with that kind of crap. Yeah. And it's fun. It's I'm... fun when you learn how to deal with it. <laughs> Snaps. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um no, I, I I don't know. I think that like the situ that situation is like the embodiment of of this like remember the, ep- the there was the episode where Snooky where they're in the bar and Snooky gets punched in the face. So that was one of my favorite ones. There's so much to talk about there. And situation is still trying to hit on girls while like they're like walking this poor baby home and like and like i mean she probably i don't i don't know how hard she got it like she, i think she, her mouth was bleeding she got or something hit hard like enough that. to so, bleed yeah so yeah and like if you're if no matter like how hard you get hit like that's still like you know that can be a bit of a shock well, and so she's like she's tiny so like she's like what 410 I don't know. She's, she's she's not a big person. No, she's a tiny little person. So it's 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 worse for her being so small because there's no place for all that force to go. Yeah. And and I oh, I felt so bad for her. And yeah, he's like still hitting on girls and all the other and that's when all the I think like his status changed among other men in the house 
because the other guys are seeing him do this. And even Polly D was like, dude, it's not the time, man. Like, this yeah. is an inappropriate time to try to be hitting on girls. Like, this is yeah. not, this is, this ain't it. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, so, I mean, that episode is, is so, like, it's one of my favorites because it shows, like, to me, that's the start of the friendship between Snooky and JWoww. And to me, their friendship is so wholesome. Yeah. Like, I love, like, that is. Well, Snooki nice. and JWoww got their own show. Did they? They gave them their own. Yeah, eventually they gave them their own show. Well, I will. It was called like Snooki and JWoww. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I would watch that because I love, I love their friendship. Um, because even uh, so, episode I think seven, the Atlantic City episode, um, right. where Mike's. Oh, and that was. Yeah. That that was the one where right because doesn't Mike call Snooki uh-huh. fat and then she gets like set off because she's like I had an eating disorder mm-hmm. when I was young and then JWoww is just like like I'm gonna like go to bat and try to fight you over the things that you did and the things that you said about my friend right well Snooki gets up from the table she's like I'm not gonna have this conversation like the conversation triggers her so she like leaves to go compose herself and JWoww doesn't ask any questions she just gets up and follows her right out. And yeah. I, I just, I think they're, I love their friendship so much. That was like one of the highlights of the show for me. Once the two of them become friends, I, it wasn't just that I stand the friendship. It was that I feel like they both kind of became better people for being friends with each other and being supportive of each other. And yeah. given um, how much I, I didn't like Sammy from the beginning, um, seeing there be a, like a wholesome, strong alliance between the other two girls, that was great. Like I really liked that. Um, yeah, and also like there was and, yeah, and then and then Jaywa like toxic situation where uh, situation or <laughs> yeah, I, I was saying toxic situation <laughs> exactly. Where he's in the club trying to hit on some girl who's clearly not interested in him, and Jaywow is like, "Hey, I, I will you walk me back up to the room or whatever?" And he's like, "No, like I'm sick. Like she got sick." Yeah. Because she drank too much, and she's like, "I really just need somebody to." And take she me didn't back feel safe the walking there by herself, yeah. which is understandable. That was really egregious. That really felt like to me, like he, like he's just all the way gone. Well, here's the thing: like, if he was really into what he, why couldn't he have gotten up, taken the the girl with him, found someone else from the house to walk her back home? Like, if he was that committed to staying at that party. Right. Couldn't he have gone and found Vinny to walk her back? Yeah, Vinny would have been. Vin, Vinny would have done that. Vinny would have done it. Also, couldn't I want to talk about. Couldn't have he gone and found anyone else from the show to make sure she yeah. got back safely? Because if you're that level of intoxicated, you really shouldn't be in like a casino clubbing environment by yourself. No, like not a hotel. Like yeah, you, you really, you really shouldn't be, especially if you're not a hundred percent sure where you're going. So yeah, like her request really was, was super reasonable. And I, I don't think he had to feel obligated to walk her back himself. He should have felt obligated to get her back safely, whether with himself or with someone else, because that is what you do for people who are intoxicated. Right. Period. Yeah, it was just I mean, it was it was just to me, I was just like, wow, this guy went from being like a, a tool to being somebody that I like actively hate. Like I've taken so um, many unnecessary Uber rides. Because my friend was too drunk to get in an Uber by herself. So I get in an Uber with her, go to her house, and then call myself a new Uber to my house. 
Like, yeah. how many times have we all done stuff like that for people? Yeah, and you just have to do seriously it. Like when, situation, like get it under control. When you have to walk your friend home from a party when you're in college and you're and your friends are yeah. We have we have like all de- to do that. all decent people who have ever gone out and gotten drunk with other people who are our friends have done that thing. So yeah. you, you take the extra Uber or you walk the extra mile or whatever to get that person home safely because that is just what you do when you're not yeah. a jerk. So there's there's uh, two more things that I really wanted to talk about. The first was Vinny's eyebrows. They are very um, manicured. They're ve- they are uh, have a very specific shape to Vinny's them. Vinny's eyebrows more produced than anyone else on the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's his look is is the eyebrows. Like, I mean, wow. he has pretty eyes, but he's got like he's got a very nice like face structure and pretty eyes. So I see why he would do that. He's also like the only one that doesn't do steroids and like tan all day. Like you look at and the other guys standing a... next to him, and he's like eight shades lighter than I know, them. And he's just well, like, he... I just like I just like working out and and eating food and drinking and partying. And he's just like a, a nice dude, but he's but the other dudes are like way too. Well, he doesn't do the hair gel thing either. So there was oh this episode God. where they all go gel. swimming, and Paulie T's hair is exactly the same. <laughs> Like he goes underwater and he comes back up and his hair doesn't move. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, another then... IFB connection because it's every IFB preacher's hair as well. Because <laughs> you know, what are they? What are they using in it? Probably, what, probably what? the same thing Jack Hiles used on his hair <laughs> on his comb over. Jack Hiles comb over is like a comb around. <laughs> it's like a. It's... a, a... I, it's it's, it's a, a hair tornado. No, but you have to take it from one side and like wrap it all the way woven. around your head. To... It's it's woven. He's got one. Of, he's got a loom. Oh, so he's got a weave. <laughs> well, he's got a loom in his bathroom, and he just attaches his hair to the loom every morning and weaves his own hair piece. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Out of his own hair. Exactly. Yeah. No. Um. So anyway, Benny's hair is uh less produced than anyone else's and that what's what's more produced uh 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 Polly d's hair or vinnie's eyebrows see i'd say Polly d's hair because there is a a very vague possibility that that all vinnie has to do is just like because like i don't shape my eyebrows i just like get the little strays underneath and like they kind of just do their thing you've seen my eyebrows it's so clear that i do you nothing do nothing to, to but okay so Vinny might have eyebrows like mine though where they kind of look shaped if you just do the bare minimum hold on, i'm gonna pause you right they do think i should start shaping my eyebrows hmm that's a good question now i'm trying to think of what you look like do you think, it would, seen do you you? think it would affect my my it, it would improve my image see i think you'd also have to like i feel like you'd also have to shape your beard more like because otherwise there's going to be a mismatch. Because well, right now see, you have the like I haven't been able to go to the barbershop. Like yeah. I went to the barbershop to get my hair cut, but they wouldn't you do can't my get beard, your beard because you gotta have a face mask. Yeah. Although I keep telling you, you could get a bowl cut. Just use the face mask as the you know as the guide. Dear Lord. <laughs> I know that that would work. No, um, I think I think it would look good on you if you shaped your eyebrows. Not quite to Vinny level, um. But I think you would also have to shape your beard because otherwise it's going to be a mismatch. Okay, that's just well, my opinion. You know what? We can um, once 
once things open up back more, then we can do like a full style consultation. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, that the last thing that I, I want to talk about. I appreciate that you about, value my opinion on your eyebrows. The last thing that I want to talk about, though, was um, there is an episode where towards the end of the series where DJ Polly D meets an Israeli woman and tr- and tries to to uh, 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 date her. And well, so, OK, so he meets her and then he gives her a DJ business card and his last name, I think, is Del Vecchio. Is that right? Yeah. So he hands her this business card and she reads his name off and he goes, yeah, that's going to be your last name one day. So he definitely starts in on it pretty hard. Like that's his that's his move, though, is that he like, you know, a lot of guys will do that where they'll act like they're about commitment. You know, that's another IFB connection, though, meeting somebody and joking about getting married on the first date. (laughs) No, I I don't know. I've had that happen to me before. And I was just like. Uh, no that is not mm -mm, not like two dates or three dates and they'll be like oh yeah we can go to uh oh i don't want to say a location because i don't want to give away just make up a location we can go to uh orlando Orlando and meet my parents (laughs) yeah yeah that's only happened to me one time well and then now i'm married to him so <laughs> so anyway, Polly D Polly D is is uh is is coming on strong to this girl. Like from the beginning. Like, from the beginning. And you know she's an attractive woman. She's she's from Israel. Um and he doesn't really understand Jewish culture or At Jewish all. anything for that many for that matter. Um, Which is very funny. So I don't know if um if you know any Israelis, if you've ever dated any any Israeli women, um, and I may be making some generalizations here, um, but if you're like, there is a tendency, or at least a stereotype, that they can be highly territorial. So, the situation where Polly like gives his card to this woman, and 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 then is like oh i'm gonna go talk to these other girls now and then she shows up and she's like what are you what are you talking to these other girls about and then he's just like what are you a stalker and she's just like what are you doing like i thought that we were gonna go out like are you talking to other girls like and you know and i mean but in in israeli culture like people say stuff straight up they don't mince words they will tell you exactly how they feel and exactly what they think about it and if there's something that they don't like, they will let you know. So, yeah, and she has, yeah. she also has like a weird way of knowing where he is all the time. I think that might have to do with TV That's stuff true. where they're like, but yeah. he, she like gives him a shirt and it's like the Star of David with the Italian flag inside of it. Yeah. And it says, I love Jewish girls on it or something like that, where she's just basically like clearly she, I'm like, okay, she's marking her territory. She's like, what are you going to do about it? Like, and See, that also he... brought back IFB memories, though, because that is how Hiles Anderson dating couples act. Really? <laughs> the shirt? Oh, yeah. That is totally oh, typical. Wow. That is absolutely something. So you get a t-shirt with your girlfriend's name on it? So it wouldn't be a t-shirt because um, Hiles Anderson people aren't allowed to wear t-shirts, but like three days a year. Um 
but uh, a hoodie. Um, I definitely got, I definitely got presents that would have identified me as so and so's girl, like um, cer- certain hoodie, certain necklace, or whatever. Like that's a thing. Like putting mm-hmm. a article of clothing on a person, like early in a relationship. Like here, have this article of clothing, wear it all the time, and like people know that like you're mine. That is a that is a HAC thing, or if I be dating thing. Yeah, I don't like that. But to me, in this situation, this seemed very funny because she like she's clearly like marking her territory and he's trying to scam on her with all of these other girls. And then she's just like what like because what he does, what he doesn't understand, he doesn't know like anything. He doesn't know this woman has almost definitely been in the army and could definitely beat the crap out of him. wanted to like he's he's done a bunch of steroids and he looks all like shiny and stuff but (laughs) shiny like but she has had combat training that he has not and if she want like he he like act all like manly and stuff like that but if if she wanted to she could take him you know and like he he just has no understanding of any of this stuff and i think that it's just so hilarious to see this basic level man try to handle like a a woman who is clearly too good for him but is also trying to hold him to a high standard yeah i don't i just don't understand why she cares enough to pursue him that way i think because he was pursuing her and then she's like oh okay this guy's giving me some attention let's see where this goes i mean i'm not gonna yeah, I, I just feel like because she clearly wasn't at the shore to just like party and hook up with dudes. She was there to uh, to 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 like I don't know have a vacation or somewhere. Maybe she was visiting family. Yeah, like why why was she? I I don't know. I don't get her character. Because chances are probably because she has um. She, there's a lot of Jewish people in New Jersey, so she probably went to New Jersey to visit some family or something. Okay. And then they're like, "Okay, let's go down to the shore to see what goes to for like the day because it's the summer." Well, she's it's not nice. dressed for like clubbing either. She's wearing like no. normal casual 2009 clothes. Yeah, she's wearing like jeans and like a a, a jacket or something. Yeah, yeah, like jeans and a button up shirt and a jacket, like yeah. a little jacket. Like she doesn't look like everybody else in the club. So I, I'm always yeah, like, she wasn't even in the club. She was on the boardwalk. Yeah. Like she's, I don't know. I just feel like that is such a mismatch between his personality and her personality. And I don't, I just don't see why this became so important to her. So that leads me to think that she was one of the more produced characters. It's definitely possible. It's just my, it's just my thought just because I don't. Then again, there's lots of things I don't get. So. Yeah, Who knows? I mean, there's there's lots of things on this show where like the Ronnie knocks a dude out situation hits on a girl that is probably underage. Uh, oh, I missed that one. Oh, that was in episode nine. Oh, OK. That's that was in, like the, the wrap of it. Yeah, that episode wasn't very, like nothing happened. They go to the beach and that's it. And then they all say goodbye. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I, I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, so what are your, what are your final thoughts on this show about Jersey Shore? What do you think that this says about about society and how do you feel about having missed this? See, I I feel like I feel like I'm glad I missed it because I feel like I appreciate it so much more at 27 than I would have at 17. You know, 
you guys heard it here first. Sadie Carpenter is glad that she was in the IFB because it made her miss <laughs> out on Jersey Shore. Thank you. That thank you, producer and editing room, for for making my statement what that was. Okay. I'm going to definitely produce and edit that statement because I do that all the time. That's your job. Yeah. Um that's what's what, a little bit, yeah. what you contribute to this podcast. Uh, it's it's making a soundboard out of all the things that I say that are a little bit whack. Um, I'm glad I was in the IFB for that one. <laughs> no, I feel like um, if I had seen this at the time, I would not have gotten it at all. I would have been like so scandalized by all of this stuff. Maybe they should have shown it to you then. I don't know. Would it have just like made me turn around and run back to longer denim skirts <laughs> this is what awaits you you're gonna have, no you're not gonna have denim skirts you're gonna have like the 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 skirt equivalent of jenko jeans <laughs> yeah uh, uh i'm not i'm not gonna comment on whether i did or did not actually own that item of clothing <laughs> um, because there are do they have the giant pockets for the spray paint cans because there are no pictures either way <laughs> did oh sadie did did said skirt have the giant pockets for the spray paint cans? No, but I Bummer. may have had one with some buckles and a flare, you know, to look like the the jeans. Um. Anyway, there are no pictures. Um. What was I saying? Oh, I don't think I would have appreciated this in in the IFB, but. As far as what it says about society, I think it says the same thing as just about any other reality TV show, which I already gave my thoughts on at length. But um, I don't see anything inherently unhealthy or exploitative about reality television, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Reality TV is kind of like, you know, you go to uh, you go to the the fair or. Six Flags or whatever, and you get um, those elephant ears, like funnel cakes. Yes, that is not a healthy food. I mean, you guys, you guys would eat those like every day, though. No, <laughs> like, um, like that's not. You guys would, you guys wouldn't have elephant ears at church. No, uh, not my church anyway. <laughs> no, like that's not a particularly healthy food, right? That's a lot yeah, of but it's grease not... and sugar. But like what I'm saying is this is not particularly more unhealthy than all of the other food that you were eating. Don't ruin my analogy. <laughs> um but no let cheeseburger soup. I'm gonna make some cheeseburger soup as soon as it gets cold. I swear. I'm so ready. Um No, like that's that's not healthy food, but eating it a couple times a year is not gonna cause any damage to you if you're otherwise a healthy and hydrated person. You know, who does exercise and in general takes care of themselves. I think reality TV is like that. You, you can't, if you take it too seriously or you make it a staple in your life, um, that's probably not a great thing for your mental and emotional health. Um, but if it's your treat, it's your treat. And like, I am so over the idea of shaming people for dumb reality TV that they like. You know what? That's a, I like, honestly, that's a good sentiment. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I, over I, I it. Like, like I feel like, I used to kind of kind of be a little bit gatekeepy about, oh, if you like Keeping Up with the Kardashians or if you like Jersey Shore or Bachelorette or whatever, then you're some kind of trash person. And I am just so over being that person. Because like, if, if you – like Jersey Shore is so relaxing to me. I just sit and laugh 
and write down funny quotes. It's so mindless. Right. It's so mindless. Well, okay, what were some of your favorite so quotes? I th- yeah, I want to end it. Like, I wrote down <laughs> some really funny quotes. Okay, so um, the first one um, is, I'm a bartender. I do great things. <laughs> Wait, I'll tell you the quote. You try to guess who said it. I'm a bartender. I do great things. Was that Wow? No, that was early. It was early on, if that helps you. Oh, so it was Angelina. Yes. Okay. Um, here's another one. Uh, when this person got told that they were going to have to work a full shift at the at the t-shirt shop. Eight or nine hours in one day? Is that Snooky? I'm pretty sure it was Sammy. <laughs> oh, it was Sammy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Uh, this one because Snooky Snooky is a veterinary technician, so he, she has a real job. Right? No, she has a she has. Oh, no, a, she's going to school to be a veterinary. I think technician. she's already she working as one because she mentioned she mentions oh, that she's okay. already like delivered a calf, which wow. is pretty cool. Like, go Snooky. That was really cool. Yeah. Okay, so oh that yeah. So this one I'm not. That does remind me though that I did just want to say that I like that Snooky's trying to find a dude to to that she really likes and. I, I really want her to, to actually she's married now, but like when I'm watching this show, I'm like, her. Oh, you know, Snooky, I hope that you find somebody to love. Yeah. Okay. So this one, I'm not going to make you guess cause it's two different people talking, but this is about Wow and her boyfriend. Why is he still her boyfriend? It's very clear that neither one of them really wants to be together. Anyway, uh, her boyfriend, Tommy, um, she's trying to convince him that it's no big deal that she was dancing with other guys at the club because he has like somebody spy on her to see if she's dancing with other guys at the club. And he finds out that she was and he calls her like all mad about it. And <laughs> okay, I think I actually wrote this one down because I wanted to talk about it, but we never got to it. But is it, it's okay. It, it, grinding is okay if it's to house music. Yeah. So Snooki says it's not like it was sexual. And JWall goes, yeah, it was house music. <laughs> They're like rules written in like in the thou shalt not grindeth. Thou shalt not grind to R and except under the except under the the music of of the domicile. I know. So anyway, um, yeah, it's not like it was sexual. It was house you know what, music. Though, it's true. Like if you're grinding to R and B, it's definitely different than grinding to house music. I mean, I I I don't disagree. And and yeah, my my general take. I think I don't have to say too much about Wow and Tommy, except for like you're both miserable, and if your partner spies on you, that is generally a real big red flag. I feel like every single person on this show should just be like ethically non-monogamous. Wouldn't except that kind of like, just be better? It would also just like take it would take away all like the drama though, because they could just be like, oh, okay. What did you do last? Oh, I I did this and that. Well, and like, it's not okay. like they're like actually having yeah. sex with a whole bunch of people. They're just Unless like you're Mike or Polly because apparently they are. But they're just making out <laughs> with a lot of people. That's it. Which is yeah. less risky, and you just generally just generally less risky. And goodness gracious, how do you get so upset about that? And like JWoww calls like, her boyfriend and she's like, I cheated on you because I made out with some other dude. Well, you know what? If that's like the ground rules that you've set for your relationship oh, yeah. and like at least she was she was honest. Sure, about and it. I respect her being honest. I just 
I feel like that is a lot of drama for making out with some people. Like, yeah. like maybe we could just. I mean, Snooki made out with everybody on the cast in the first day in the hot tub. That's true. That's why Snooki's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Snooki, uh, Snooki seems like she'd be fun to hang out with. Yeah. See, if I had to, like, if I if I had to go get day drunk with one person, it would be Snooki. But if I got two people, it'd be Snooki and Jaywell. I yeah. just think the two of them are great together. Anyway, um, I was I was not impressed by her boyfriend like spying on her. I thought that was totally uncool. That's toxic behavior right there. And maybe you could just like you know pull a Ross from Friends and take a break for the summer. <laughs> you know, we were on a break. Oh, yeah, just do that. Yeah, that ended well. Well, the yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, so I have one. I do want to do your my closing quote. What's the closing quote? So, um, this is a Snooky quote. <laughs> I don't eat lobster because they're alive when you kill it. That's disgusting. No, like the thing is though that I like <laughs> I get what when she's you kill it. I'm sorry. No, she's just... No, but but like but like what she's trying to say is that I think what she meant to say is that they're alive when you cook it. Right. <laughs> no, that's absolutely what she meant to say. I'm not making fun of her for being dumb. I'm making fun of her for the way that came out of her mouth. Also, because you probably have a recording of me saying something just that dumb on mic. Look, I mean, it's it's like they do with Joe Biden when they just like piece together like a supercut of all of the times that he stumbles over his words and they're like, oh, his brain's melting. No, like I could do that. I could do that to you and I could be like. Put it on YouTube is Sadie Carpenter pregnancy brain. Oh, like- you totally could because, like, I know because I'm bad enough as it is, and like now that I have the pregnancy brain, uh, I it's so bad. I don't make sense half the time. I forget words. I forgot the word orange the other day. Um, seriously, seriously, I forgot the word orange. Um, so I'm not making. I'm not like the fruit or the color. Both. How yeah, I forgot the word for both of those things. So I'm sitting on the couch like, um, it's like a grapefruit, but it's small. Or it's like when Homer when Homer is like, Hey, uh Marge, where's that metal dealy that you use to dig food? <laughs> anyway, so no, I'm not at all trying to uh cast dispersions on Snooky's intelligence. I'm just saying that sentence came out really funny. Yeah, no, it it did. That, but... <laughs> it's alive when you kill it. Anyway, now it's time for me to give you next week's assignment. Um, and as uh, this is going to be broadcast, hitting the airwaves the week before Halloween, and because I'm assuming that maybe like some of you guys will join this, like it's like a book club or something, that I'm gonna do something that's maybe a little bit Halloween themed. So what I have chosen for you, um. I've decided that we're going to do a horror movie. Now, I am not a connoisseur of horror movies. I know many people who are. And so I asked one of my friends, what is like a classic horror movie? Maybe it doesn't have a bunch like a bunch of jump scares in it. And I was recommended The Exorcist, which is a classic horror movie. It's a classic horror movie from 1973. Um so it shouldn't be too scary by today's standards, but it's also something that's very classic, very culturally ubiquitous. And also I think it's probably something that and I was reading about it, that it's got like um, some religious stuff in the plot too. 
Well, it's called so, The Exorcist, so I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So I think that we could have a really good discussion about that next week. Well, that sounds awesome. And I do want to kind of pull this together as more of a book club thing, because I know a lot of our listeners, way back when we did Clueless, uh, I know a lot of our listeners watched that, watched Clueless, and we're super excited to talk about it. Um, so I will, I'll put out a reminder a week before a week before the episode with the exorcist drops uh, to see who wants to kind of join in and watch that with us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to watch it now because we're recording this in like September, right. but like it, oh, right. in like a month and a half from now, um, we'll probably do like a, a I'm rewatch going to time like travel. Time. Right. Um, yeah. We'll do like a watch party online with our, with our Facebook group. I, yeah. I think this is going to be fun. And um, I'm, I'm glad that it's the exorcist because um when the homework is some sometimes the my husband will do the homework with me like if it was something that he wanted to see he watched titanic with me uh he oh, yeah. he left the house for me to watch jersey shore <laughs> so but i think the exorcist is something that he will enjoy watching with me so we'll see if he's interested yeah well that's cool um and i think that is where we're going to end it for today unless you have anything else that you want to say no i think that's about it okay well until next time this has been the leaving eden podcast uh the homework edition of the leaving eden podcast um if you like this show there's a couple of things that you can do you can subscribe to our patreon you can tell your friends share it with your friends um you can join our facebook group um and you can write us an email, send us an email at leavingedenpod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on social media. It is at leavingedenpod on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter. It is, uh, or no, it is at leavingedenpodcast on Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, it is at leavingedenpod. And I'm Gabrielle Hawkowen, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at G-A-V-R-I-E-L-H-A-C-O-H-E-N. Sadie? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Sadie Carpenter Music or on Twitter at Hell Yes Sadie. And quick reminder, um, if you do have feedback to send uh, me in particular or us in general about the show, um, your own personal stories or anything else you'd like to share, uh, I do love hearing from you. If you send those things to the podcast email address, uh, it's easier for me to get back to you. I had a couple people send something to my um, my Facebook and the way my face- Like your personal yeah, account. Yeah, and that it just ends up in my message request and then I have to like send people over to the email anyway. So it's just easier for me to keep everything in one place. Um, I do want to talk to you. I do want to respond to you. Uh, but send it to the podcast email just so it's easier for everybody to keep things in one place. Because like I said, I have pregnancy brain. Yeah, <laughs> I can't and, remember you know, it. And next week is the last episode of our, um, of the, the first family of fundamentalism series. Uh, the, yeah. And so after that, I think what we're going to do is we're going to start reading some, uh, some fan messages on air. Maybe we'll do an episode where we do that. Uh, just to give ourselves a little bit of a break from a lot of this content that we're doing. So until next time, uh, this has been the Leaving Eden Podcast, and I hope that you guys have a wonderful and lovely day. Goodbye. But old rolling river of time, 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.